Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, a bear wandered onto someone's porch in West Virginia and rang the doorbell. Tony Kornheiser, a bear. Was it your boy, Jake Cutler? Huh? That would be an ex-bear. I'd okay. be more comfortable with Was... a current bear. Oh, a bear you, that you wouldn't want. think would be... Right. It wouldn't be Mitch Trubisky looking for a home. Back no. with the bears. It wouldn't be that, right? No. Oh. A bear. A okay. current bear. bear. He could have a number one on his jersey. He could have that. Justin Fields, right? He's a bear. Yeah. He wears number one. Welcome yeah. to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Nuggets beat the Suns, the Warriors face elimination, and Carlos Correa gets booed at home. But we begin today with the Philadelphia 76ers going on the road and beating the Boston Celtics for the second time there in this playoff series and thus taking a 3-2 lead into Game 6 in Philadelphia. Wilbon, do you come to praise the Sixers or rip the Celtics? I've come first to praise the Sixers, and not just to, not just Joel Embiid, James Harden, but Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey. I mean, they in house. I mean, it, look, their others, their other guys got it done on the road. When you're not really accustomed to that, you certainly can't go into the game expecting that. You're expecting your stars to do it because you're paying them fifty million dollars a year or whatever the going rate is. But the Sixers, I mean, they brought it, Tony, from the opening tip, they brought it. And I, you know, I told you yesterday, Maxi is the guy. Look, Maxi needs to be their second best player because when he's that or he's right there with James Harden, then that's when the Sixers are at their best. That's why I picked him at the beginning of the year to be a conference finalist. Not to win it all, yeah. but to be a conference finalist. Because I think when they have all those elements working for them, they are that good. Look, Boston, which has turned into a jump-shooting team, and I, I keep saying every day, I don't think Boston's as good as they were last year. Something's off with them. I can't put my finger on it. Clearly, neither can Joe Mazzullo and the players and the GM and all the people around the Celtics because they can't figure it out either or they would have. Yeah, well, I'm going to rip the Celtics. I think it's time okay. to rip the Celtics. Because you don't get the same Celtics team two games in a row ever. The Celtics have alienated their fan base with their inconsistency. How do you go home and lay an egg like this, especially after the game before, which you should have won? Mike, they lost each of the first three quarters numerically. So they were down 16 points going into the fourth quarter. Their best player is Tatum. He started the game out 0 for 6. This is, to me, a really bad loss, equal to the game one loss, again, in Boston, when they right. lost to without, the Sixers without MB. Without MB. Yeah. You mentioned Joe Missoula. This is his quote after the game. I'm quoting now. I thought we had the intentions of really, really wanting to win and trying to win. And sometimes when that happens, it has a negative effect. What? Are you saying that wanting to win hurts you? What are you talking about? You're making an excuse for a team that, again, laid an egg. They were terrible. 
They're at home. They're the higher Tony. seed. What are you doing? Yes, yes. And there's an inconsistency about them, which has now become consistently inconsistent. I, I tell you, I think yes. the biggest part yes. of this is when you got wing players like Tatum and Brown who are supremely talented and can play both ends of the floor, I, there's too much jump shooting. There's too much reliance on the three-point shot. You're not the Warriors. But yet they fall into these patterns over long stretches of time where that's what they do. And so all the praise from Azula, which, you know, I, I've held off on that. And I'm not saying he won't be worthy of it in replacing Ime Udoka, and he had to. I get that. But these are not last year's Celtics. And they struggle with Atlanta when they shouldn't have. They've struggled with Philadelphia when they seemingly, you and I think anyway, shouldn't have. They're in trouble. They're in trouble having to go back to field. Although last year they had this situation, they had to win game six and in won. Milwaukee. And, and they, won. they won. They went back home and That's they right. won. So maybe they're just a That's team right. that has to do it the hard way. Maybe. Over in the West, out here in the wild, wild West. The Nuggets beat the Suns in Denver to take a three games to two lead in that best of seven. Nikola Jokic, oh my God. He led the Nuggets again with 29 points, 13 rebounds, 12 dimes. Tony, the home team, of course, has won every game to date. So did last night's result shift in any way your perception of the series? My perception of the series was shifted when Chris Paul went out with an injury, as always, in the playoffs. And then Phoenix won two games in a row. So it shows you I know nothing. I have no line on this particular series. But I will say this. Phoenix now only has two players who you have to be afraid of, right? Booker and Durant. And they're playing ungodly minutes, Mike. Each one of them has played 41-plus minutes in every playoff game. They are 1-2 and two in the entire NBA playoff structure in minutes played. Maybe that takes something out of you, particularly at altitude. I don't know. I'm clutching yeah. at straws here. Well, Tony, I don't think that played a factor last night. You're right. They played the heavy minutes at the beginning, and that can take a toll on you later, particularly Kevin Durant. But mm -hmm. Booker's 26, maybe not so much. But, Tony, Monty, got, Monty Williams got the message somehow. He got it. He got it late. But he's playing his bench now, so that's not an excuse. Michael Malone's not playing his bench as much as Monty Williams is playing his. Michael Malone, the Denver Nuggets coach, has gone with eight guys a couple of games. It basically didn't look at his bench. So that theme right. switched. So I, I, don't, I don't think that's it. Look, Nikola Jokic, Tony, he's a handful. And when he's the best player on the court, and he was last night, he's a two-time MVP. When he's yeah. the best player on the court, they're going to win most likely, Tone. Durant and Booker last night were merely good, okay? And Jamal Murray, who's okay, he's a third step under Booker. That's all. We saw Jamal Murray put up enormous numbers in the bubble in the playoffs. He's done this before, too. So, you know, Michael yeah, Porter Jr., team, these Mike. guys are big-time players. They're a good it's, team. This is they a good are. team. They're the number one seed. They yes. finished first in the Western Conference. They are not Miami going around upsetting higher seeds. They That's are right. the higher seed. That's right. And I know yeah. you want to make Jokic into a villain because he gently pushed your boy, the new He's kid out of Phoenix. He's, He's not a, a great player. Now right, we move on. Hey, the Warriors he is a great player. By the way, by the way, 
Kevin Durant got the right technical last night for shoving Jokic's big out of the way. And somebody who doesn't play should have come off the bench and laid Joker out. You come in my huddle, I lay you out. I know the bad boy Pistons would have done that. The Celtics would have done that in the old days, huh? Why are we going The Lakers in the old days. Lay them out. Because I got stuff to say about that series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you and the kid I got stuff to say. You besties. The Warriors and Lakers play game five tonight in San Francisco. The Warriors are down three to one in the series, and they need to win three in a row or fold their tent. Wilbon, you stay up to watch these games. On a scale of one to ten, what is your confidence level that the Warriors will win tonight? Six. No more Six. than that. Yeah, because the Warriors did something, Tony, that the longer we go away from that game the other night that they lost, the and I know it was game five in L.A., I get, I get that. But the Warriors did stupid stuff. The Warriors did stuff that doesn't make any sense. The Warriors weren't even the Warriors. They looked like somebody else's team, not the championship Warriors, the brilliant Warriors we know them to be. They didn't look like that. I mean, I don't even know what they were doing. Like I said yesterday, I'm repeating myself from yesterday to a point. I mean, Steve Kerr, who's a brilliant man and brilliant coach, he just is. I Don't tell me that any defense allows continual switching that puts Steph Curry on LeBron James. I don't want to hear that. And Lonnie Walker lit him up, too. They got to do other stuff. They got to be smarter, tougher, more resourceful, better shooters. The Warriors. Or they going to get beat at home tonight and be yeah. done. Yeah. So I've seen them come back from 3-1. And I saw them win two road games in Sacramento when they were the worst road yeah. team in the playoffs, which they still are. And this is a home game. Still, my confidence level is only five and a half. Because I think they're relatively equal teams. I want to jump to the next phase here. Because if they were to lose this game or any of the next two, if the series continues, and they're out, I wonder if the larger question isn't, is this the end of their run? Is this something we will look back on last year's victory and look back and say that was the end? I mean, is it sustainable? Because I don't think, and I think you agree with me, I'm not certain at all that Draymond Green will be back next year. When you look at Curry and Thompson, as great as they are, they're getting older. That team shot six for 17 in the fourth quarter the other night. We may look back on that, and we may say that was the sign. And last year, that surprising win was sort of the icing on the cake. That was their fourth. And now it's a year later, and maybe the cake is stale. You know what I'm saying? Let's take a break. Last dance. Last dance. Coming up. It may be that. Carlos Correa gets booed by the home fans. What is the word for that? And what will the Oilers be facing if they lose again tonight? Yeah, so you be, would send change. somebody out of they'll the change. huddle to knock Joker down. Yes. To knock yes. him out. Get you out of my that. huddle. You would do Get that. out my really? huddle. Would you Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Only pay for what you need. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. 
Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Time to mix our gifts for Gab and Vocab. What's first? It's blank that Twins fans booed Carlos Correa last night. My word is uncharacteristic. I don't think of Minnesotans in the same way that I think of Philadelphians. These people don't even boo Kirk Cousins. I thought they were happy when Carlos Correa came back to the Twins. But you know what, Mike? Maybe there's some sort of lingering resentment there because Correa tried to leave twice. I mean, he tried to leave for the Giants, and he tried to leave for the Mets, and the only reason he didn't was because upon medical examination, they found enough metal plates in his ankle to build a bridge. So then the Twins were there with open arms, and I thought it was like a feel-good story. You know, big star stays in a small market. But Mikey's batting 185. Last night he was 0 for 5, and he left six runners on base. And Correa himself said, this is a quote, I'd boo myself, too, with the kind of money I'm making, and I'm playing like this. Yeah. Justifiable is the word. Because he tried to lead. You know, it's interesting, you big market people. Oh, oh, I got turned down by big markets, and let's paint this the way it should be painted. Forced to stay. Forced back. He didn't stay on his own. He didn't stay voluntarily. He was for- So we're supposed to just be thrilled that you are forced to be here in this little old market that you don't like well enough, where they made you one of the highly paid, appreciated players in this game? Right. That's all he was for. Justifiable. Minnesota fans don't boo for no reason. But he could no have gone reason. somewhere else. They don't. He could have gone somewhere else. He didn't have to stay They'd in Minnesota. Go. He could have gone They'd somewhere go. else. Then take you and your 175 and Jokic and go to somebody else's huddle. Get out. 185. 185, Get out. by the way. Go. Next. The Oilers would be blank if they lost tonight. Okay, so they're playing Vegas. I'm going to use a Vegas term, you know, for my word, and that would be very close to busted. If they lose this game... It's just not going to work at all. They're down 3-1 at that point. They're going to Vegas. They're repeating recent history, you know, where they don't make the finals anymore. Mike, they got the two highest scorers in the league in McDavid and Dreisaitl. I'm picking them to win because they don't lose two in a row. They haven't lost two in a row since February, I believe. You beat them, they beat you back, and they score a lot of goals at that point. The only reluctance I have is that it's Vegas, and you know what they say about Vegas. If the game was 22, I'd be a millionaire. Tony. That's funny, kids. They'd be brinked, as in on the brink of, brinked, of elimination. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. And, yes, they're, they're great to watch and you want to see them. And maybe the formula 
You would think the formula works because, like in the NBA, though not as dramatically, scoring in the NHL was up this season. And so you would think, okay, we, there That's are right. going to be times where we can outscore the opponent and we don't have to be defensive aces. But apparently... That's not the case still in the playoffs, although the playoffs have seen some wildly high-scoring games. Remember, we had a 7-2 and a 7-3 results back-to-back to start the first round of the playoffs in one series. So I brinked, and it's un- okay. I root for them. I wanted them in Toronto, and I'm not going to get any like of the teams line? I want. If the game was called 22, I'd be a millionaire. It's not my line, but it's funny. You're not a gambler. Whose line is it? That's the final word. It's some other guy's line, not my line. Let's take one last break. It's a Jay Cutler's line. Still to come, West Virginia reportedly makes a decision on the future of Bob Huggins. And could J.J. Redick be the next head coach of the Raptors? Wow. What? What? How about that? Do you think that's possible? What? I think it's it's maybe advisable. Really? J.J. Redick. Brilliant. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Happy time, people. Happy 81st birthday, Jim Calhoun. Calhoun is out of coaching now after a few years at D3 St. Joseph's in West Hartford. The Calhoun's great run obviously came at UConn. We won three national championships and put together the team that Kevin Ollie won with. Calhoun's record at UConn was 629 and 245. That is a tremendous winning percentage of 720. And this is when the Big East was good. Calhoun spent his whole basketball career in New England, playing at American International and coaching at Northeastern in Connecticut. Some of the great players Calhoun coached include Ray Allen, Kemba Walker, Andre Drummond, Clifford Robinson, Emeka Okafor, Karan Butler, and Rip Hamilton. You know, Tony, people were often put off by his personality, by Calhoun's personality. I mean, I was around him a lot over a lot of years, and I found him enjoyable. I I really did. I found him fascinating to listen to. He obviously is a very bright man and a great coach, and I sort of didn't understand that. I'd love to listen to Calhoun all the time now. Happy anniversary, Sleepy Floyd. On this day, 36 years ago, with his Warriors down 14, heading into the fourth quarter, and on the brink of playoff elimination, Floyd dropped 29 points in the final 12 minutes to lead Golden State to an improbable victory over the eventual NBA champion Los Angeles Lakers. The former Georgetown star made 12 consecutive shots. He wound up with 51 points. Floyd's number of 29 points in a quarter 
still stands as a playoff record, as does his 39 points and a half. You may also remember Floyd from the Georgetown team that lost to North Carolina in the 1982 NCAA title game when Fred Brown mistakenly threw a pass to James Worthy. Yeah, Eric Sleepy Floyd, Patrick Ewing, Michael Jordan, Sam Perkins, James Worthy. I mean, wow, you know? And there were, let's see, how many one-and-dones? None. Patrick None. Ewing, four years. Jordan, when told by his coach and his parents, three years, you're done, you're going to leave, he cried. He cried in Dean Smith's office. And by the way, Dean Smith and John Thompson, can you have more star power than that? Mike, that's, I think that's one of the five or ten greatest NCAA final games. Yeah. With, because yeah. of who was on the I'm floor and because of the way it I'm ended. That was great. And who was on the bench. And so yeah. was the one against Villanova. That's even higher up on the list. Happy trails to $1 million for Bob Huggins. The 69-year-old Hall of Fame coach will remain at his alma mater, West Virginia, and he has agreed to a $1 million salary cut this year to $3.2 million, a three-game suspension and sensitivity training. Huggins went on a radio show the other day and twice used an anti-gay slur without prompting or hesitation. Huggins later fully apologized for his remarks, saying he was ashamed, embarrassed, and heartbroken, and he would accept whatever consequences there were. Huggins reportedly met with the university president yesterday and expressed contrition. Huggins has more D1 wins than any active coach, 863. But Mike, three games is nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, Tony, I, you know, I'm sorry. People will get mad at me at the, who are affiliated with University of West Virginia too bad. Um, it seemed cheesy. It's just, I, I was expecting cheesy, and we got cheesy. That's what I think of the punishment. And I know a million dollars, is that alone is not. But the tone of it and the three games, it inadequate. See, I, I mean, we talked about this yesterday. I didn't necessarily think that West Virginia would want to get rid of him. He's a great coach, and it's his school. It, he's yeah, part of yeah. West Virginia. But I really thought there'd be a significant suspension. It could go I a didn't. full season for I me. Didn't. Three games is uh, that's almost Cheesy. a slap at this thing. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, that's really it not good enough. The money is one thing, the sensitivity training, and I think he's going to be good on those issues. But three games, boy, I thought it'd be more. We're running out of show. Let's go to the big finish. Tiger. Let's do it. Not listed in the field for next week's PGA Championship. Your thoughts? Neither are Jack and Gary Player. I mean, really? We're going to do this every week? The NFL will have three games in London and two in Germany. Is that a big deal to you? It's not a big deal for me, but I understand that they all the games sell out all the time. And the NFL is trying to expand its brand globally. I think it's a hard call because football's only played here, but that's what they're trying to do. J.J. Redick has reportedly interviewed for the Raptors' head coaching job. Does that make sense to you? Tony, J.J. Redick, will you just listen to him? He's got a brilliant basketball mind, and he's a great communicator. I love J.J. Redick. The only box he doesn't check for me is the disdain he has, the sneer at the history of the game and some of the people who played it before him. That's not a good look for somebody as brilliant as J.J. Redick is about basketball. Will the Heat close out the Knicks tonight? That's in New York. I don't think so, but they'll win the series. Last one. Will the Panthers eliminate your Leafs tonight? I'm going to go with the Leafs and their substitute goaltender, a rookie, who I think is 6-0-1, but he hadn't played in the postseason. I'm going to go with the Leafs one more time, Tony, once more.
We are out of time. We will try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. Yeah, you know, he came on in relief in the last game. That's still, he didn't start. Starting for the first time. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get us on the podcast or the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, here's sports.